welcome to the Be Kind PA podcast, where members of the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania and the surrounding community discuss an array of veg topics. Thanks for listening, and we hope you join the conversation. Welcome back to the Be Kind podcast and today we're going to be talking about secondhand clothing versus non-vegan clothing versus vegan clothing and the, all the variations in between. So this topic originally came to my attention while I was getting a new job. I was updating my wardrobe and uh, for you vegan men out there, it's very hard to shop vegan clothing as a man, Basically, every, especially formal wear. Basically everything has leather or wool or silk, and silk's on our topic entirely, but then, then I was just thinking, do I want to contribute to buying all these things I don't really need when there's thrift stores out there with this stuff, but then at the thrift stores, if you're a different size person, it's hard to get things that fit you and line up with your body type, and then if you do find something, the perfect thing, it may be leather or have wool in it, and that was just this whole thing that really got me thinking about this, and I'm personally of the camp that buying secondhand non-vegan clothing is better than buying new vegan clothing because I believe that it's not contributing to consumerism and using up finite resources and all the negative side effects that come with making clothing and producing these goods. So I pose the question out to the South Central PA Vegans group and there is quite a plethora of answers. Most people I found actually were of my mindset where they either had a bunch of non-vegan clothing when they first went vegan and decided to wear it out until it decomposed into nothingness and they were walking around naked and were forced to buy new clothing. <laughs> and then at that point they made sure they bought vegan clothing. Some people were like me where it's I'd rather buy non-vegan secondhand clothing over new vegan clothing any day, but obviously prefer to buy vegan clothing all the time. But back to the definition of veganism, is that always practical? Which led me to my opinion where I'd rather just do the practical thing. And as some people were staunchly opposed to this. A few people compared it to eating out of the trash and how why don't we just eat out of the trash then if that's your point of view of promoting animals as uses in clothing and normalizing it even with fake leather because it's still normalizing the idea of leather. So so wait, are we saying there's a problem with eating out of the trash? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, maybe. <laughs> depends. Um, depends where trash cans you're eating out of. Right. Yeah, that's the old, the freegan idea. You ever hear of the freegan? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm don't, don't, mean to, don't mean to stop your train. Keep it a rolling, Joe. Okay. And I'll start to wrap things up with... I, I think someone said at some point, I don't know if it was here or somewhere else, that they would go around and buy non-vegan clothing at these secondhand stores and thrift shops and burn it because no one should get any joy from the suffering of animals. To which I would reply if I had been there, well then why don't you go out to every single restaurant, order all the non-vegan food and burn it, <laughs> if that's the way you think. But again, I don't know this person. I'm not even a hundred percent sure this interaction actually happened, or <laughs> if it was it. Uh, dreamt it. But the fact of the matter is, I did some research into the clothing and garment industry, and the amount of waste and pollution and exploitation that Wait, goes. Wait, I want to give my opinion. Okay, okay, I'll let you wait. <laughs> okay, um, so I don't. I said I want to give my opinion, but I don't really have an opinion. Uh, for me, 
I do think that it's better to buy secondhand products that aren't vegan and I don't see any problem with it. But personally, I, I decided that when I went vegan, I wasn't going to throw away any of my stuff. But then I was wearing a leather belt and I was like, you know, I don't really feel comfortable wearing this anymore or I have a wool coat for winter and I, it was a personal comfortableness factor that ultimately made me replace all of these products. So while I don't see a problem with other people buying non-vegan secondhand things, I just don't feel comfortable having those things on my body, so I would not wear them. And I can identify with this question specifically the way you posed it, uh, because I do shop in any section. So I, I have men's clothes, boys' clothes, women's clothes. I have clothes from any section, and so I do wear men's dress shirts and things like that and so I know that a lot of them do have like ties have silk a right. lot of the time uh, how do you feel about it so uh, my opinion is very close to yours uh, I certainly don't think that there's a, a good reason for some a vegan to not purchase a secondhand animal product um, but I personally don't I just don't want that I don't and once you really comprehend what you're what you've got that that leather is in fact skin of a dead animal that did not want to be killed um, it's not just um, something I don't want it's grotesque that's my opinion and I then I, I kind of don't understand why a vegan would want that I don't say you shouldn't buy it I don't think you're hurting anything but I think why i mean why do you want it I, take it take a second to think about it go ahead i Joe. think the wanting it is different than the reality of it right. i don't want to do it but when i consider the alternatives right. it comes out on top right where if the alternative is polluting rivers with dye or using up scarce water in third world countries i feel like it's better to use a product that's already existence that's not going to increase demand on the resources or lead other people to buy more clothing products right and it is a complex issue that is really more of a personal choice i think yeah. it's my opinion so joe you want to give us the the statistics and the facts <laughs> that you have gathered I, I didn't want to do too many but i jotted a few down as we were getting ready today everyone knows the not stereotype but it's common knowledge that Child labor is a huge part of the textile and clothing industry, and a statistic I found is 170 million child laborers in the world today, and that seems like a low estimate to me, and a lot of them work in textile sweatshops and things like that, making all these cheap clothes that we can go out and buy for a $5 t-shirt. And then also, even if you're using vegan products in your clothing, a lot of that's made with cotton, and it takes... 20,000 liters of water to make one kilogram of cotton, which seems incredibly inefficient to me. And then the fancier vegan synthetic clothing takes over 200 years for that to decompose those synthetic fibers and materials. So really, no matter how you're doing it, whether it's exploiting animals or going to these vegan alternatives, you're still contributing to deforestation, environmental impact, exploitation of people and overall world suffering so that's why i am of the camp that if you can just use what's already out there regardless of where it came from because where it came from is probably evil regardless yeah i mean we see all these cool things like mushroom leather or they're making cars with pineapple leather um but you're right we just most of the time we see it at face value it's vegan it's good 
not thinking, well, where does the pineapple leather come from and how do they make the pineapple leather? Right, but then you get into a situation where, I mean, you need to buy something. I mean, if you can't get something secondhand, it's just like we have to eat something, even if your avocados are causing some sort of problem with bees or, you know, like there's got to be food we can eat. There have to be products we can buy. There is so much clothing out there already that I'm sure you're extremely Uh, well aware of that. Yes, you're right. I volunteer at a clothing pantry, and the amount of clothing that comes into this place week after week after week is insane. We all just didn't care so much about how nice your shirt looks or whether or not you have the right color to go with those pants. There'd be plenty of clothing, maybe a little mismatched, not exactly super fashionable, but we'd all be fully clothed, and we wouldn't be contributing to the ridiculousness that is clothing consumerism. Yeah, but those principles don't... They don't necessarily translate to industries like I work in corporate America. I have to dress nicely. I, I maybe can't go to a thrift store and find a secondhand shirt that fits me to a, a business casual appropriate way. And so sometimes I do have to buy new shirts and things like that. And I don't feel great about it. And I try to at, you know, find those companies that say they're ethically sourced and things like that. Uh, but then you see a video that's oh well you know this company says that they don't use child laborers but the company that they source their company company through they use child laborers so somewhere down the line yeah it's hard to keep track of just how how wrong your decision is because you'd have to do such an immense amount of homework on every single thing you buy I'm not saying you shouldn't do your homework, but, I mean, where where do you draw the line? So we're all victims of consumerism. <laughs> I want to bring up the point that a couple people have made where it's, you wouldn't eat out of the trash, so why wouldn't you, so why would you buy secondhand clothing? And that really got me thinking, because what is the difference between those two? Why wouldn't I just sit in a mall food court and eat out of the trash can instead of going out there and buying more things? I want to see what your thoughts were. Yeah, I mean, I know somebody that worked at a, a dairy, and they didn't do any of the dairy stuff, but they got free milk, and they took the free milk. Again, I'm going to go with the answer of I personally would not consume garbage food. Um, more so, like, if, so, if a company's throwing away, like, whole food platters and things like that that isn't, let's take out the whole... It's disgusting trash. Like, let's just say that a non-vegan food is in the trash, but it is contained and completely sanitary if you just take it out. Uh, I don't think that those things are health. I don't think that animal products are healthy, and so I would not put them in my body. And that's what it comes down to. And it, it's not ethical to me, and it, and it doesn't... It's not something that I want in my body. That's basically what it's going to come down to for me. Do I want it on my body? Do I want it in my body? And if the answer is no for me, then it's for me. But if somebody else is in a position where they need to eat that food or they need to buy those secondhand products and maybe you go to the secondhand store and there's only a pair of leather shoes in your size, you're going to buy those shoes because you need a pair of shoes. Right. Um, so fortunately for me, I have the privilege to be able to choose what is on and in my body. Uh, but I'm not going to judge people that don't have that choice. I would argue even if you had to make that choice to consume animal products, whether it's in your fashion or food, even if you have to do that and you still adhere to vegan values at heart, you would still be vegan because the definition is practicable, not 
Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, you. In my my version of veganism is not to aspire to purity because you will fail. It's to do the absolute best you can. And so if if there's a thing that you are trying to accomplish vegan wise and you simply cannot do it in a practical fashion, I mean it's you can't beat yourself up about it. And sometimes you have to make the hard decision. Right. For some people, it's going to be practical to move to a remote place and get their own fruit farm and live off grid and never drive a car and arguably those people are still killing bugs and things like that just by walking and living um i had that moment driving back from work that i'm killing hundreds of bugs right now right. moment yeah and so you're right we should not strive for purity because we really do need to harp on the the practical the practicalness of whether or not we can be vegan and how we can be vegan in our our own way. Yeah, going before anyone feels pressured to eat out of the trash. <laughs> I want to go back to that for a I second. I was just feeling the pressure, Joe. <laughs> so I was thinking about why it's different, and I think it's different because the expectation you have going into the purchase or consumption of the goods. No one buys a suit, pair of pants, a shirt, thinking they can just throw it out if they don't like it. They can just throw it out if it doesn't fit anymore. Or no one buys clothing thinking what the end result's gonna be. It's going, you buy a piece of clothing and you expect to have it for an indefinite period of time. You don't set a time frame or time window on this purchase for you to enjoy its consumption. Well, with food, you can go buy a huge meal fully knowing that if you don't finish it, you can just throw it out and nothing will be wrong. And it's not gonna create new demand by throwing that food out. You're That's not... a lovely point, Joe. Yeah, but I think that you'd maybe just justified eating out of the trash um, by telling people that they shouldn't eat out of the trash, um, saying, you know, that food has a finite... That's true. It has, it, it's going to expire. But the point is, <laughs> when you when your clothing is not going to expire, and but it expires for you, you can take it up and reduce that demand for you getting that food. Oh, gee, I did it back myself in the corner, didn't I? <laughs> well, yeah, if, if I can attack it from a different yes, angle. please. Um, so, me. full disclosure here, I actually work for... Um, a very large, well-known thrift store. It's not actually a store, it's a non-profit organization. Um, it's probably the first or second word that pops into your mind when you think of thrift stores. Um, my job is, I, uh, I'm the e-commerce manager, and so when the stores get donations of what they think are very valuable items that might... Um, they wouldn't get the money that it's worth in the store. People don't go to this thrift store with $500 to buy something. That's not why they're there for. They send it to us, and we post it online on auctions. Um, so in that position, I often have to handle or sell animal products. Uh, I don't love it. It's not my favorite thing to do. Um, but these discussions these debates go around in my mind all the time and I'm trying to figure out what is the most right thing to do um, am I am I helping my cause here in selling these things um, but that that's really not why I bring it up why I bring it up is that you ask Joe um, what's what's the difference between um, it, it, buying thrifted clothes or eating out of the trash I mean that that sort of dichotomy um, when you buy thrifted clothes from certain organizations, if you do your homework, most of these thrift stores actually benefit things other than a simply commercial 
organization. They're usually doing great work, usually, um, with humans. Um, and I can verify that the company I work for, I have seen firsthand, is an amazing nonprofit organization. The money that you spend at this place, and this is an organization that does not have a problem with LGBTQ plus people, if you know the difference between the large organizations. Um, so, anyway, this money really does help people. It helps people that don't know a lot of job skills, that might not have the skills to function in everyday life. Um, we train them and teach them how to do it. The money really does go to that. And so instead of buying new clothes, whether they be animal product or not, and putting money into what is probably an awful system for an awful company, you are keeping things out of the landfill, keeping things out of uh, you know, the hands of, of people that want new animal products and giving money to a great cause. And there are other companies that do great work too, not just mine. So um, if you're going to shop secondhand, I just implore you to look into how those places work. I think that's a great point. It's what's the alternative, essentially. Yeah. The alternative is you don't buy a secondhand clothing, it goes in a landfill go out and buy new clothing, which is the worst of both worlds in my book. So by shopping at these places, in my opinion, and it sounds like says, you are actually doing the best possible solution to a pretty poopy situation. Right, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm of two minds about it because I'm of the mind of what I want to do myself. Do I want to go out to a thrift store and buy secondhand animal product clothing? I do not. But do I think that it is a better thing systemically than the alternative? Then, I mean, I think it's uh, without question. Yeah, somebody in that comment thread on your post, Joe, um, they, they pretty much sum it up for me. Um, she says, I wish vegan meant sustainable, but unfortunately it doesn't. Huh. And I think that's really what, what Joe is getting at with the catalyst of this whole conversation. Yeah, I think a lot of times people hear veganism and just think it's only about the animals and that's all we care about, animals, animals, animals. But I'm of the mindset that people are animals too, so we should be concerned about their well-being and their health and their happiness as well. And I don't want to exploit children in third world countries simply because I, don't, I want to save cows in the USA. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's a, a complex issue still because, I mean, some of our best-selling items that help people the most are new clothes that we sell. I mean, when people donate new with tag clothing, I mean, we need a supply of new clothing. I mean, it's, it's, you can't just stop making clothing. I mean, you can, I don't know the solution, but, I mean, I, we get 40 or $50 for some new with tag clothing that, you know, has been manufactured in the last year or two. Have you ever sold um, like a fur coat versus like a high ticket item that is an animal product? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is that fur doesn't get the money that it used to. I mean, it, there's a lot less interest in in fur or even you know, like things like ostrich leather. Yeah. Like really obvious th things that that even non vegans can see looks like an animal, um, that, that the average cost of that has gone down a lot. There's a lot less interest. That's interesting. So you kind of know the trends and yeah. things like that.
Anything else on that topic? Uh, I still haven't come up with a good answer to the food in the trash question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a mindset type thing where just this, again, societal stigma comes down to it where we're just not, I don't want to say ready because hopefully I'm never ready to eat out the trash or maybe I should be. I don't know. That's yeah, going to bother I, me for the rest of the week. I think that it's really hard to talk about this from a place of privilege. Um, so because we've never had to eat out of the trash, we, we can't imagine making the choice to eat an animal product out of the trash. Um, but how about I, I word it in this way? Um, say that your, your family needed to go to a soup kitchen and there were no vegan options at that soup kitchen. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to do what you do to have to do to survive, I, I would think. And that's, well, it's up to you to decide when you've crossed that threshold. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's not the same as buying a secondhand leather bag. Um, but I don't, I don't know how we equivocate or we don't equivocate that. I think it's just when you're living in a world that's not accustomed to veganism or still sees it as the weird thing, you're going to have to make these concessions to be able to function and when you're in certain situations unless you're in a position of privilege you're at the mercy and limit of a lot of things beyond your control and back to the definition again it's what's practicable if you have to go to that soup kitchen three times a week to eat that non-vegan meal to keep going and you still adhere to the values of veganism to the best you can you're still vegan in my book yeah and i my general philosophy with all of this is that i want to live a life where I cause the least harm possible. And maybe sometimes the least harm possible is going to be caused by me going to a secondhand store and buying a silk tie instead of going to a store and buying a cotton tie brand new. But it'd be the least harm possible if you ate out the trash. <laughs> Just saying. I think we need to do another podcast about eating out of the trash. I mean, <laughs> so least harm possible also includes to myself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I, I think, again, for me, animal products are not healthy. Uh, I don't think that humans should consume them. That is absolutely for another podcast. Um, but so eating out of the trash to me is harmful, and it is the most harm. Nice save. Nice save. There you go. <laughs> you can harp on that. Um, yeah, so I think that's the gist of our thoughts. It's a lot of it's a personal choice and just trying to make the most beneficial choice possible for everything the world environment people and whatever helps you sleep to learn night. more about the animal advocates go to animaladvocatesscpa.com that's animaladvocatesscpa.com and here's a review this week we're going to be talking about our favorite fast food vegan options so i'll get this started because mine is very simple I like me a good Burger King French fry. Very I simple. Agree. I'm also allergic to, to bread, so that really limits my options. I would also take a Wendy's plain baked potato. That's right, you can get a plain baked potato at Wendy's. <laughs> now can I ask, why the Burger King French fries over the other chain French fries? Well, McDonald's, if you don't know, in the United States, McDonald's uh, fries their french fries in a oil that contains meat, it contains beef fat, so I can't eat those, um, but for me, Burger King has always been the best fast food place, so it's just kind of ingrained in me, and I gotta look for that, 
which you do typically get a look when you're a Burger King right. person. <laughs> it's a special circle in hell for Burger King people. That is like, it's like the stepchild of the fast food people. You kind of say invite to the party just because it's expected. And they were really cool ones. And now that they're older, they just kind of haven't grown up a lot. Yeah, yeah. But then they're impossible whopper, whatever. Well, it's funny how you can't eat bread because my favorite vegan fast food thing is Subway. I am a sucker for a Subway veggie delight where I just, I'm that jerk who goes there and gets the thing and I just let it go to every single vegetable and I make that basically a salad on top of bread. Oh, I love that. What, 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 do you, what kind of sauce do you put on there? Anything? I'm uh, usually as a mustard sriracha kind of guy. I keep mm-hmm. it simple. Okay, I, I enjoy just a yellow mustard, but you got to tell them to be careful with it. They put way too much on there. No such thing. Yeah, I agree with the no such thing. Of too, too much, much yellow mustard? mustard. Very oh underrated condiment, in my opinion. Mustard, you can put on basically... I, I put mustard on everything, and people always look at me, if you're putting mustard on celery? <laughs> yes, I'm putting mustard on celery. Why wouldn't I put mustard on celery? I like mustard, I like celery, I like them together. <laughs> Leave me alone so I can eat my lunch. I was just telling Seth how I make a giant salad, and then I take mustard, and that is my dressing. But that was a sweet mustard. I would do it with a yellow mustard. Dijon mustard is the best mustard. I I, I like mustard, guys, but I I don't know if I can get on board with what you guys are saying. So what's your favorite one? (laughs) Yes, Seth, what's your favorite one? (laughs) Well, I mean, I enjoy what you both have said. I eat those things, too. But I also really enjoy Taco Bell. Um, No specific item, because you can really veganize a whole well, lot of all stuff. All the same things, just rearranged. Yeah, it is. It's just in different configurations. Just, I mean, say beans instead of meat, say no cheese, or make sure there's no sour cream on it, or you can ask for it, what's the name? Fresco. Fresco, and uh, you're good to go, and it's all just delicious. I... And get that Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah, that is, um, my friend Jacob calls it toilet water. I oh, think delicious it's the toilet water. Stuff exactly. ever. One, it's warm, it tastes like puke, and when it's cold, it tastes like soap. I hate Baja Blast. Wow. wow, we are going toe-to-toe on this. And it's funny how at Taco Bell, from my experiences there, even if you don't, if you ask for sour cream and cheese on it, there's still a good chance that it won't be on it. <laughs> so it's like less pressure. <laughs> Taco Bell is where my family goes if we want to wreck our bodies. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, if you don't want to wreck your body, maybe try a vegan bowl at Chipotle. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. I mean, Chipotle is pretty great as well with the, the sofritas. Yeah, but I'm just saying if you, oh, if you do get a veggie bowl at Chipotle, if you don't know, guac is free. That's without the sofritas. So. I did not know that. But again, if you want to wreck your body, go for the Taco Bell. (laughs) That's their new slogan, by the way. (laughs) And they will be coming out with a vegan menu soon, I heard. That's the rumor. We're looking to get as many people involved in this as possible, so if you want to be a part of it, reach out to us. You can either come over, meet us in person, call in, write us a letter, email, whatever works for you, and get involved any way you can. Thanks for listening, and remember to always be be kind. kind.